What's going on, guys? We are back, 808s and Bars podcast. Uh, It's been about a week or two, and we are back to talk to you today about the new Post Malone and Earth Gang album. And before I introduce everyone, I just want to put this up top. You can follow us on Twitter, at 808s and Bars. Um, You can subscribe to us. If you're listening now, I hope you already subscribed on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, we're everywhere. So anywhere you listen to podcasts, definitely download it. Leave us a good review. Hit that motherfucking like button. Uh, And I am your host, Trill, a.k.a. Porter. Um, And we are very excited to have back on the podcast um, JJ Demon. uh, What up, Ski? With this classic catchphrase (laughs) at the top here. Um, And... uh, as always, my co-host, Jason Buford, uh, who just got off uh, an interview with one of his favorite rappers that you'll be hearing soon. Jason, what's up? Yo, how you feeling? Feeling pretty good. I know that Jason is excited because today we get to talk about his favorite rapper in the game, Mr. Post Malone. Uh, his, his The word wah, rapper wah, stressed. Wah. We stress the word rapper. What's that? Too. We, we stress the word yeah. rapper. Mm. Well, I, I was, let's say lyricist. Yeah, I would say... I would say lyricist, more lyrical, oh. <laughs> miracle kind of guy, but <laughs> I would say like uh, musical innovator, uh, creative genius. I mean, for um, me, for uh, me, it's like Rakim, Post Malone, like so. Post- I, <laughs> really, I throw Jay in there. <laughs> I, I, I would throw Jay in there, but Post Malone definitely a close third. I but. can't wait. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. God MC. I really apologize. <laughs> yeah, dude, we all we all probably should. We all probably should. Hope we apologize. On the offhand, on the, off, uh, on the offhand, that this podcast ever reaches Rockin, like I gotta apologize. <laughs> oh, I was apologizing to uh, Hope. I think it's pretty safe <laughs> to say that. He's yeah. Well, both of them, honestly, both of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's safe to say that neither of them will ever listen to our podcast. But I will say it is definitely the high mark of Jay Z's career as being the the you know the missing link between Rakim and uh, Post Malone. Uh, but anyway, uh, we will be talking today about the new Post Malone album, Hollywood's Posty. Bleeding. Uh, if you don't know who Post Malone is, this is now his third album first off he's one of the most popular musicians in the world so if you don't know who he is you should probably i don't think i realized how popular he was until this album actually like he legitimately yeah. is a huge pop star and i had no idea he yeah, did he did uh he, he did five hundred thousand his first week no yeah, yeah, I, had, yeah I, just I had no idea he was that yeah. big like I, I like i knew he yes. was like controversial i had no idea that like people legitimately like listen to him all over the world and they do yeah well we'll, we'll get into the controversy now. probably yeah well, the only time that we've ever kind of discussed him on the podcast is when he's said something stupid or uh, kind of tried to distance himself from uh, hip hop in general, yes. even though he is capitalizing off of the use of hip hop in at least some of his songs. Yes. Um, and I, there's definitely been a few times where we've discussed that, but we've never really discussed his music uh, before, at least a, a full length project. This is his third project, uh, third album, I should say. Um, he had uh, his first album, Stony, came out a few years ago. 
and uh, he had a few hits off of that. Then last year, he had his huge album, Beer Bugs and Bentleys, which Stoney was kind of the introduction to Post Malone. Prior to that, he did have the single White Iverson, which got him very popular. Um, and then, you know, Stoney comes out, then he has Beer Bongs and Bentleys, which comes out last year and kind of catapults him into this true stardom where, you know, this guy, anytime that he puts out a single now, it's getting minimum 500 million streams uh, on streaming platforms, which is absolutely insane. Some um, light. You- Something light. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. 500 million. Uh, yeah. 500 million just on Spotify. Uh, you know, his songs, Goodbyes, off this album, Wow. Uh, pretty much every single, the song Sunflower that was featured on uh, the Spider-Man soundtrack, they all have easily over 100 million streams. Uh, s- some have as high as close to a billion. So yeah, Post Malone definitely is, regardless of how you feel about his music, he is definitely a, a pop rap superstar now. So uh, we are now here on his third album, which is called Hollywood's Bleeding. And before we get into, uh, you know, how we feel about this album, why don't we talk a little bit about, you know, how we feel about Post Malone in general? Um, I know, JJ, I've never really discussed Post Malone with you. So prior to this album, was there anything that you liked from his catalog? Was there anything that you found to be redeemable? Or, or are you kind of more in, you know, Jason's uh, side where he, he kind of finds all of his stuff to be largely trash? Um, <laughs> well, when when White Iverson dropped, um, there was there was something about it that I, I, I just, uh, I, I found appealing. I liked it. You know, the, the, it, I, I, I thought he would kind of be a one hit wonder. I didn't see him ever becoming as big as he is. Um, I, di- I at that time did not know his background. Once learning his background, I lost a lot of respect for him. I mean, every, every the three of us on this podcast are very anti-capitalist, and he was born of money. I mean, he comes from money. He never had to struggle his entire life, you know. Um, so, so from that aspect, uh, it's hard to respect anyone. The same way, same way we kind of talk about Jaden Smith. He can drop the coolest album in the world, but it's like motherfucker you had every resource you 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 grew up on a satin pillow you know what i mean so it's it's hard to really uh to love an artist that comes from that kind of a background um and, and then on top of that he spent so much time trying to as you were saying uh before we started recording trying to distance himself from hip hop despite the fact he was using hip hop you know in order to gain a fan base um, you look at the stuff he was doing before White Iverson, and it was like this corny sort of. He was like trying to be a YouTube uh, song parody celebrity. You know what I mean? So it, yeah, he it's, was actually he was also he he was a gamer that w- that right. got uh, somewhat of a following off of I believe it was Minecraft videos. Right. Um, and right. then he just uploaded the song, and then yeah, so it, he definitely has uh, a bit of a weird background. To be fair, I think he was like eighteen when that song came out. Um, yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe uh, you know. I shouldn't because I think he's tw- no, he's not no because he's twenty three now I believe he says so, twenty four yeah, on the album. He says twenty four okay. on the album. Yeah, so he so, was nineteen when the song came out. Yeah, but yeah, but his dad is a uh, works uh, very high up in the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the upper echelon of the management, of whatever it is. You know, they're 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 basically corporations, sports he's a front teams, sports guy. teams. So yeah. right. So he, he grew up with money. He grew up, you know, running around the the, the uh, 
the stadium down there, you know, meeting all the players and, you know, he's from the upper crust, you know, which sucks because now he's just crusty as hell. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah. I, and then, uh, what was it? Those- Someone tweeted that he looks as if he has organs from the black market. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny like <laughs> jesus christ yeah. yeah he's an he's an interesting looking guy um i i've never i didn't see that tweet but that is absolutely hysterical um i, I do like his hair so, now though and i did like the mullet i thought when he had the he mullet he got rid of the cornrows the, well, the cornrows, yeah, he he should have got rid of the cornrows. That was good. He got rid of the gold teeth, um, but na- and now he has a he had that mullet for a while. Remember, he really brought back the mullet in a good way. It looked good on him. I thought. Um, and this I mean, is not a it definitely this is not dick his riding whole, his whole white trash vibe. <laughs> I just thought it looked it, it cool, man. That, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny that he he has had uh, you know kind of a similar background to Kid Rock in that he comes from money. And he's right. a country rock rap guy right. who used rap to get famous, and now he uh, has kind of distanced himself from it. But yeah. uh, Jason, I think I know your opinion on this. Uh, as I stated before, I don't think that there's been anything that top has three been somewhat appealing to you. True, I, you I know, mean, I, I am a consistent human being. You know that. <laughs> You've always been a human I, being. As long as I've known you, you have been a human being. I can attest to that. <laughs> it's true and he's, he's consistently been one it's it's, it's undeniable very but, very, very but, accurate but yeah so jason um kind of we'll save your opinions on that for when we discuss the album because a lot of your opinions uh about post malone are also shared uh on this album i know this because we recorded this last week and this is our second run but the only thing I will say about Post Malone is, uh, you know, I've never particularly been a fan of his music. Uh, I definitely think some of his comments have, <laughs> have made me, uh, and his image in general, have have probably turned me off more than the actual music. I've always found it to just be very middle-of-the-road, whatever, kind of disposable music, I guess. I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think that it's particularly good either. Um, right. So... Uh, uh, now he has become an absolute force. There is one song I did like by him. He had a few years ago called Deja Vu with him and Justin Bieber, which was essentially a hotline bling ripoff, which was also a, a ripoff of another song. So that kind of tells you uh, yeah. a lot about who he is as a musician. That um, sounded like they did that now, over the phone. That's uh, like what Deja Vu. That sounded so like like uh, uh, what what's it called? Uh, just a group, uh, a room full of guys in suits deciding whether a song's good or not. That just sounded so uh, focus grouped, like to me. Yeah, yeah, it was very. It was tailored to uh, the radio sound. What was popular right. on the radio then had kind of yeah. I don't know. I just I thought it was a good pop song. Um, I'm not particularly a fan of when post Malone does anything, but like strictly pop songs. So, um, that was just kind of the only song that I could really think of that I found enjoyable prior to this album. But now that the album is out, uh, JJ, since you are our guest, uh, why don't you tell us what your first thoughts on this album were? And now, now what you're thinking about it now that it's been a few weeks. Talk to me, JJ. Um, (laughs) Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him real quick. Um, uh, okay. So the, the, first of all, the whole concept to me, this Hollywood is bleeding thing 
is a uh I mean Belly tried to do this a couple years ago and I and I think Belly almost did it better um just to, to, to go for this aesthetic of like I'm rich I live in the Hollywood Hills and my god man it, it just it sucks so bad you know it sucks living up here and being really rich because it's like these <laughs> I'm fucking all these girls and like I got all these cars and this jewelry and all these drugs but man like it does it sucks guys like you guys should try it, it it's really not great like that's kind <laughs> of that's kind of where he's coming from with this like because he never elaborates on the Hollywood is bleeding like like mythos or whatever he's trying to do it just ends up being a bunch of braggadocio and that doesn't mean that most of these songs aren't slappers because many of them are um doesn't change how i feel about him as a person but this this album is is full of slappers I mean, it really is. And I even like the intro, even though it's very melodramatic. It means nothing. He's using, uh, you know, uh, he's talking about vampires and zombies and all that shit about, you know, and and I guess what he's trying to refer to is how everybody's drugged out and coked out at these parties that he's constantly being invited to that, you know. But uh, (laughs) so, you you know, like that. So as soon as it dropped and I heard that, I am uh, the the music is definitely engineered to make you feel sort of whimsical and you're, like you're in this sort of dark space, but it, it doesn't have anything to say. Obviously, it's he's not giving you anything new. This is an age old adage of you know uh, a depra- Hollywood depravity. Um, he just has a very great voice and a team of producers behind him that made it sound cool. So I, I do like that little intro. It's good. Um, and I know we're not doing the, the the blow by blow with the songs now, but just just that's kind of the the initial feeling I got from when I put the album on. But he does legitimately like get into some new genres on this album. There's a lot of this album that are straight up like indie indie rock or indie pop songs that are more upbeat, yeah, almost like in a that, pop, yeah. In like a pop punk kind of sense. Yup, he 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 is sort of trying to try some of that shit out, and it's and he's succeeding. He doesn't really fail at anything he tries on this album. Um, the substance is obviously non-existent. There, you're never gonna find anything <laughs> on here that's that's we don't profound. Need that though. I, I, right, I don't want right. substance you, from Post Malone. You don't. <laughs> you, you don't. But I think I think that he wishes he was that sort of an artist. Um, that sort of shines through. Yeah. So he's not pulling that off, but it sounds amazing. This, I think the songwriting is very good. I don't know if he does it, um, or whoever does it. He's rhyming multisyllabically a lot, which is, which is very odd for his type of, uh, his type of songwriting, he's rhyming multisyllabically, which makes it sound even better because there's a lot more internal rhymes that are hitting. Um, so I, I was I was impressed with uh, just sort of uh, how he's uh, progressed. I mean, the, I would say that this is his best album by far. Um, you know, not that that's saying okay. a whole yeah. lot, but this is I think this is his best album. I don't know if there's really an argument against that. You know what I mean? Whether you like yeah, them or I not, mean, I, I, yeah, that's the thing is 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 where are we where are we starting with um you know Post Malone are we are we uh you know I, I think we've made it pretty obvious we've never been huge fans of his music so to say it's his best album right. uh, on his third album now he's trying out different sounds um yeah well, he I did mean, he did sense, ghost right? write he's, he. 
He ghost wrote most of the Carter Three. So are we counting that as one of his? Or <laughs> <laughs> he's been around that long? Damn, I didn't even know that. What was he like? Four, what was he, like twelve when that album uh, came out? I'm, I'm just gonna say the most blasphemous things I can during this. During this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's funny that Jason. Jason said, uh, "You know, I don't want to hear that from. I don't want to hear that kind of quote unquote substance from Post Malone." Uh, Jason, you're very consistent with that as well. I know that anytime that we listen to. Uh, any album that that teeters on, uh, you know, kind of pop braggadocia, uh, it, it's pro- it's probably better that you don't hear that from those artists trying to be. Yeah, because- yeah, we talked about that on the Two Chains album. He started talking about like uh, taxes and stuff like that. We were like, ah, oh, we don't really want to hear this. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think sometimes that we uh, put these expectations on uh, rap artists because rap was such a minute. Uh, came out and like it continues to be so just a political genre inherently political genre but we don't really need to hear like uh, 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 substance quote unquote substance from certain certain artists you know what I mean and particularly a far rapper but mostly pop artists like Post Malone Right. So, um, is there anything on here, Jason? I know that you uh, you don't like Post Malone, and you have you, we have to start with a positive thing to say here. So, um, is there anything on here you found to be enjoyable or redeemable from Post Malone? Not really redeemable, but like it's a. I guess what I would say for a compliment is that he doesn't like embarrass himself. I don't feel embarrassed by listening to this album. I just don't think it's good, right? Like, mm. there's certain Post Malone tracks where I think, like, this is incredibly embarrassing. I think this is, like, just a, a give, joke. Give me an example. <clears throat> White Iverson. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's the best example. That's still, it's the best example, right? Like, I... That's I would say that's em- that, that's, one- an em- that's embarrassing now. I, when, I think when that came out, I don't think that was embarrassing. It was embarrassing, embarrassing when it came out too, though. Yeah, was- I, I'm white. I'm white, so maybe I don't. I'm like, like I get like <laughs> I get I get well, I get five eighths of a vote. So when it comes to hip hop, so <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. <laughs> not only that though, but it's just like the song's not good, right? Like above anything else in terms of culture and in terms of um uh, anything uh in terms of race the song sucks right like yeah saucing so, i'm saucing um, like it's not good you know what i mean so I I, a lot of people say that he he ripped off chief keef on that song too not even that he ripped yeah. off well i mean if a chief keef version of that song would have been fucking amazing he would yes, it, it would have been fucking yes. incredible yes. it would have been incredible yeah, because yeah, he even does say, I, "I got me, I got me some braids, and I got me some gold fronts, or something like that." And that's like, "Oh, okay." So you're just basically admitting that you changed your whole style up, even it's, visually. It's very, no, it's very Keith sounding. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I, I think that. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that um, you know, kind of the the theme of this album, what JJ brought up, which I I don't find to be particularly interesting at all is honestly something that's kind of been a trope in a lot of different genres, not just hip-hop, but a ton of different... Just anytime someone gets famous, just the the pitfalls of being famous. Oh, man, this is so... This is so hard. As JJ mm-hmm. said, oh, damn, I got to go to all these parties. And in 2000, and it kind of, in a way, 
it's kind of the polar opposite of the Chance the Rapper album that we talked about recently, which was essentially about a guy who, uh, you know, is not necessarily talking about fame and success and stuff like that. He's more just talking about like his life and his family and like being happy with where he's he a wife is. Guy. He's a wife yeah, guy. Yeah, he loves his wife. He, he loves he, my he, wife. Yeah. He he made an album about. about I love my we wife. Were, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we we're, we're supposed to stop emailing his wife. We get it. Like you know, he made a whole album about how we can't email his wife anymore, and 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 I've stopped. I've stopped since the album came out. To be honest with you, but. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Uh, yeah. But uh, they were tasteful. Yeah, it's the 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 thing with the post Malone thing is like it's kind of the uh you know going for this kind of fake deep concept and theme uh i can read you what he he said in an interview uh on the inspiration for the concept in the title oh, i finally made the move i finally made the move out of la and i moved to utah and i feel like in la and hollywood there's such a strange vibe to where it just feels like there's a lot of vampires out there that just want to suck the life from you and I kind of wanted to flip it right back on there to, and say, you know what? The whole scene is fucked in itself. So it's just like you got to get out and take a step back and look at the whole situation. And you realize that Hollywood itself is kind of dying in itself because of all the fucking blood-sucking vampires and shit. Pretty dark. Uh, I'm like, not really all that dark at all. You're also, just, you're yeah, I mean, famous he's insufferable. Yeah. He also, is insufferable. You know. Certain aspects of of fame can be interesting, right? I mean, like, David Bowie talks about how being in Hollywood almost, like, ruined him. Like, almost ruined his career, almost ruined his life, right? right? We've seen what – I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with this guy. But we've seen the issues – this guy, meaning who I'm about to say. There's a lot of issues with with Kanye. But, like, we've seen what L.A. has done to him, right? So there's a lot of things that you could talk about in terms of fame, but Post Malone's not, like, an interesting subject of it. <laughs> like, but no. I mean, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. yeah. He has nothing new. He has nothing new to say about it. He has yeah. no interesting life perspective. Um, and that's why on this album particularly, I find that those kind of songs, the Hollywood bleeding type songs, the, the intro on here, it, it, it's a bit, it's, it's just a bit like, like useless to me. Like I, I find him as, I, I think there are three different kinds of Post Malone, as I said before, there's the rapper, there's the rocker, and then there is the pop artist. And I actually agree with JJ when he tries up these more indie sounding kind of poppy, punky kind of sounding tracks like Allergic and Circles and even the yes. track with Sway Lee probably to a little bit of a lesser extent. Uh, yeah, uh, I would put that in there too. Staring at the Sun with SZA. Yeah, yep. I mean, staring at the sun with SZA. I think that all of those songs are kind of the best tracks that I've heard from Post Malone. And it's because I don't think that he's particularly trying to fit some form of image that he wants us to think that he is. The Hollywood bleeding type songs on here. The song with Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott and Lil, Lil Uzi Vert, Take, Take What You Want. Uh, those kind of songs to me, even the one before On the Road with Lil Baby and Meek Mill, those kind of songs are like, I'm a serious musician, I'm a rocker, you need to take me seriously, whereas I have never taken him seriously, and in fact, <laughs> I, he is just of almost a caricature of a person, so it's kind of hard to take him seriously outside of the music, and then you listen to the music, and it, it's just, it can be painfully bad 
in th- how unself-aware it is. It just right. lacks pretty much all self-awareness. Right. But when he has those tracks where it's just like more like on the lighter side, kind of the the the, the floaty, having fun songs. That, in, in some ways, it could be very. It could sound very nice. I mean, the song, the, the yeah. chorus on the song "Allergic" on here, his voice is very peaceful on the hook. Like I like it, that it's, song. It's honestly. Yeah, it's a good yeah. song. I mean, it, it, it's not like you said; it's not anything groundbreaking. It, it, you know, he's not reinventing the wheel here. It's essentially a bunch of different sounds that uh, you know could potentially cross over into the mainstream, and some of them are actually. I legitimately am surprised. I think that Circles is a good song. Like, I think that's it's pop. It's written for. It's it's catered for a certain audience, but I genuinely feel like that's one of the realer songs that he's ever made, and. It works. And there are a lot of times on here where that I am surprised by that. You know what I mean? He kind of caught me off guard with this album, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I did just catch. My expectations were just very low. I did just, as I'm scrolling the track list here, I did just find one song where I think he does embarrass himself. The song Internet is very. Oh, my God. It's very bad. bad. It's so bad. Uh, and, and it's so such an obvious trope that so many people have already tried to use. I don't know why it made it onto the album. Did Kanye produce that? Apparently he produced it and it's also possible he wrote some of it too, which if you, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, I mean, that makes so much sense. I mean, he literally says, I just seen Lil Mama Instagram and she flexed and don't care about your puppy, just that ass in them breasts. Oh, yeah. girl, you a model? Damn, I never would have guessed it. If you throwing out all them vibes, I'm a catch em. Uh, well, yeah. I yeah. Mean, come on. Well, that uh, is like. Are we going to get into the fuckboyness of this album too? Because it's a, there's a lot of fuckboyness on this album. There's a lot of blaming so? women, blaming women that he's the one that's always being hurt. They're just a bunch of tricks. He definitely has a chorus where he says, you could never be my bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot I of that going hear, on. Listen, I only want to hear that from future. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. And, and, and then uh, and we, so and we could get canceled for saying that as well, but yeah. A lot of people canceled Future oh, when he started saying no that, that kind of shit. There's no such thing as cancel culture, luckily. So, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we're it's never going to be able to get on SNL now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I just sent in my audition tape. Where I do, I do all I do is impressions of uh, of black rappers. Do you think that was bad? Should I not have done that? Was that a? Uh, yeah, that, probably not. Uh, probably not. A, probably God, not a good move, dude. Damn no, it! Be honest, yeah. It's in the mail. Speaking of impressions of speaking of impressions of of black rappers, let's talk more about this post Malone. Post Malone. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a transition! <laughs> that was good. The the but king I, of the segue. There's definitely uh, a lot of very uh, problematic lyrics on here for sure. But yes. I mean. It is like I, I mean, no more problematic than a Drake album. Like I think that it, it, it's funny you said that about. Uh, uh, okay, that line you said specifically might be, but 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 the gaslighting level on here is only uh, at that Drake threshold where it's just like very like yeah. coded, like blaming the woman for your own internal issues and kind of kind of things that uh you know your classic kind of scumbag dude does but um, shouldn't we judge white wa- white rappers harsher though i i feel like we should oh white rap white rappers that co-opt black sounds then yeah, yeah. you can make the argument yeah i know? think i, I so think he should, should be judged a little skept- harsher 
they should always be uh, um, you should always be skeptical, right? I don't think you should judge them harsher, right? I think that's totally different. I think you should be skeptical at first, right? But you should never like judge them yeah. harsher than you would judge another. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. not really what that's not really what I would say we're going for. Well, that's also my bias yeah, to being a white rapper. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I, and, I, and, and being, but you're a white rapper who I would say has gone far beyond the, uh, you know, knowing your history thing. Right. Right. Like, right. right. You, 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 yeah. you care very much about that. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't judge your music um, more harshly. Than uh, you know, TIs because I mean, you, you right, you, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, you care. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I try, about, I try to live in there. Perspective, like Eminem's, yeah. Eminem's, Eminem's music right now is bad. That's why people are judging it harshly. They're not judging it more right. harshly because he's white. They're judging it harshly. That's because that's bad. true. You know what I mean? That's true. You know what but I, I mean? So I, yeah. But what about what about someone like G Easy who who I and, and I was going to bring him up earlier because he also does this. I'm so rich. I'm so sad. I'm so Hollywood. He, that's his whole brand. That's been all the he's albums. Had like he's two re- albums about it, right? Yeah. And and last and two albums have been all about that. It's this this exact same sentiment that uh, Malone is trying to is trying to convey here is the same thing G easy has been doing for a couple of years of just like what we were just saying, the drugs, the women, the fame, the money, it really sucks. You guys like, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to take it seriously. Uh, yeah, I mean, G Easy seems to be a little bit more self-aware than Post Malone. I would say, though, right? Like, G Easy has talked about like many times. I don't understand any fans who can ever uh, uh, support Trump, right? Or he's, uh, I think he was. Didn't didn't he collaborate on uh, the remix? To, to, uh, he was on the re- remix of fuck, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, versus so whack, not, but. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's not good. <laughs> like, no. I, I, so, but I, clear, I did like Macklemore on that though. Did you actually on that on that song? His, actually, his, his verse was better than G. His verse was well, better than G. That's Jeezy. not a it's, high it's, bar. He's a better rapper than not, Jeezy, I think. It's not, but it was kind of good though. though. I I I, I hate Macklemore. <laughs> I I hate Macklemore. Yeah, like you know, but right. I will say though, Macklemore, we might have been a little bit mean to. He's a cornball. That's really all he's guilty of being. He's a cornball. Yeah, and he tries true. a bit too hard. Like that's true. As and a that, person, I think he's total. I, he's totally fine and aware, and and all that good stuff. It's just that the the music is 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 pretty. He bad. also but, he also yeah. shouldn't uh, uh he also shouldn't be like the, sending out sending out like Black uh, Lives No, no, no. Just like he shouldn't be sending out like text messages between him and Kendrick oh, Lamar yeah, yeah. like online. Yeah, yeah, that was weak too. But also, <laughs> that was bad. but also the black. The Black Lives Matter song, which is basically him saying, how do I fit into this movement, was like, that was a little cringeworthy. My favorite is Dur- was- him, he, he's, he, he sent that song to, like, DeRay. And DeRay's like, yeah, I think Macklemore's trying to, like, I'm like, that's the first DeRay red flag I had. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then DeRay, like, and then DeRay's next tweet was like, Oh yeah, yeah. But then D D Ray's next tweet was like, "Man, this this new McDonald's uh, double bacon cheeseburger sure is delicious, you guys. You you should all try one." Like, you know what I mean? It's like, wait a minute. Uh, 
But anyways, ha- hashtag ad. Yeah, it, it, he just puts it in there. Hashtag ad. Yo, okay, all right, all right. I know this is a total sidebar, and I. But we but do to be those. Fair to that guy, if you go. Yeah, but if you go back to that guy's old tweets, like before he was like famous, they're the same things. He just didn't get paid for them. Like someone <laughs> dug up a bunch of his tweets from a bunch of his tweets from like 2011, and he was like, "I love this. I love the new pizza at Subway. It's so good." And he would constantly just tweet about like fast food and like the pizza at Subway. So it's not. I mean, it, you might as well get paid for it. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, we got to we got to yeah, live but- within we got to live within capitalism as mark says we got it we there's nothing we could do you know until we smash yeah. it we got it we got to participate in it is someone yeah, typing I'm not, I'm not gonna yeah someone was typing. yeah, yeah I, was, I, I, I hear I typing a, i was sending a text to my mother oh uh, okay well right. damn jj that, now, i bet you feel but uh you know back to the back to the post malone album yeah. um is I guess JJ, what did you think of the features on here? Because I know we've talked a little bit about Post Malone and how we feel about him, but did you like any of the features on here? Um, I think I pretty much liked them all. I mean, the baby is going to come through, and it's going to be. He's fire. going to come through, and it's going to. Be, He's gonna. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect uh, description. I mean, yeah. The the future and Halsey song I thought was dope because I I loved Future's verse. I loved the way that after Future's verse. Future does the hook himself. And then, honestly, yeah. Halsey kind of murders it, if I'm being 100% honest. Halsey kills her verse, and then they all join in for the final hook. I thought that was a good song structure. It, they released it as a single. I think that was good. I, 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 you know, It's not something I'm going to go back and listen to a lot. It's not my thing particularly, but it was good. Um, SZA, SZA is always good. Um, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna get to the Aussie last. Um, Young Thug, the Young Thug verse is amazing. Um, who else has he got on here? Oh, the, the, well, you already heard the Sway Lee. Um, that's good. Meek and and Lil Baby are uh, always uh, you know re- reliantly Meek's good. Meek's verse didn't fit. Did you think it fit? I don't think it fit. No, it didn't fit at all. I yeah. I it, it, I just liked it because it was on there. But I get what you're saying. I I I, lo- I just okay. liked hearing me pop up. It was weird in between. It, it was weird in between Lil Baby and Post Malone, especially. But like, it, it sounds like that beat on that song sounds like if Evanescence made a trap beat, and then it's like <laughs> if I heard that, if I heard that beat, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know who needs to be on this? Meek Mill, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, like you want someone who's a bit more like like fucking little baby like melodic and right, like, yeah, right. you know isn't like like meek is great but like he does not work on that song at all jason you're you're definitely right there i mean i just find a lot of the production on here to to ruin a lot of it for me uh particularly like there are some songs like that one and um the the intro hollywood's bleeding where it's just so generic and so so yeah a lot of the production on here just kind of like ruins uh the the songs for me and uh even on a song that has a good feature uh it doesn't necessarily um you know kind of like take it to the next level like there are a lot of like i agree the future like features fucking great i love when he does that falsetto voice it's cool that he came in on the second thing but like overall as you said like that's just that's just not 
a good like musically there's just a lot of misses on here like it's just a lot of like dark moody production that like you could hear on any song on the radio and it's all very just like interchangeable if that well, makes any sense but um, i i also think that he's kind of one of the the people that's holding the torch for that sound right now and i think this is i i, I don't to me I don't what think sound, it ruined. Though? It's just the, so generic. Right, but right, but it's very uh I wish I had better descriptive words. I'm supposed to have them because I'm supposed to be a word. Imagine guy. dragons, but, but, uh, middle mid two thousands, new metal. It, does it sound like that to very, you? It didn't sound like that to me. It to sounds to me, it it, it sounds like it's it, it's exactly what he's trying to go for this deep this deep moody dark blah 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 and anytime he makes a song like that it just sounds like shit to be honest and it's one of those things where like if if he were a more serious artist he might be able to pull it off more i just find that a lot of his production choices just like is just made for the masses and that's it and that's like you take it or leave it at that well but but then the songs we were talking about earlier how he has i think there's probably about a quarter of this album where he really tries to go for that more punk pop like sound um yeah that's different and and it works perfectly and uh, and i think this is a perfect segue into what i wanted to wait to talk about as far as features is the ozzy osbourne song which Jason fucking hated. Well, <laughs> well first of all, I, I think it's look, terrible. Well, look, first, first of all, I think this Ozzy Osbourne kid is going places. I think that I'm, I'm glad that he got a shot. I liked it that uh, Post Malone gave him a shot. And we got to at least give Post Malone his flowers for that, guys. Because, you know, he plucked apparently Ozzy has this I, band yeah. that he's in. It's called Black Sabbath. Supposedly now I want to okay. check these. Oh shit! For real? I want to check, check these guys, guys out. out. Now I want to. Are they on MySpace? <laughs> Are they on MySpace? What the? Fuck? <laughs> um, uh, I will. I will say this: when that when that song drops and you hear Ozzy singing those th- th- those vocals, it it gives me chills. I know Does it that really it's engi- give you chills? it's. En- it's engineered well, JJ, to do to be that. Fair, JJ and me are white, so right. Yeah, we exactly. are white people. I did grow up listening to Black Sabbath very much. Um, I mean, I, I did hate... too. It's still terrible. Look, I hate Post Malone for putting for putting Ozzy Osbourne on a song. I don't like that he particularly did particularly like okay, with I... Travis Scott. It's such like a with... Post Malone thing to do. Like that's not remotely like an interesting combo. Like. It's well. I think it's more arrogance. I think it's more what in his mind he did it because he's going to bring the old and the new together, and he's going to show you that he can make a hit out of it. Which I do believe the song is a hit right now. Is it not? Every song he's going to put out is going to be a hit. Yeah, yeah I mean he's yeah, a worldwide true. pop star, right? Like the seventh right, right. deep cut on this song is going to be is going to do a bunch of numbers. He's he's as big as Drake, unfortunately. I. I, the first time I listened to that song, I was on the massage chair in, uh, I don't mean to brag, in the Planet Fitness. Um, and, uh, and it, it, 
it struck me in a, in a way. I didn't feel like they were saying anything special. I didn't think that it was life changing, but I, I thought it did exactly what he intended for it to do. Ozzy Osbourne sounds great. Uh, Post Malone doesn't sound that bad coming right off of him. I think the way they incorporated this, some of the same lyrics um, sort of worked. Um, Ozzy sounds good. He doesn't sound like an old man that can't sing anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a, here's how I would describe it. It's a good, bad song. <laughs> right? It's not, it's, a a, it's just a bad, bad, bad a, it, No, but it's just it's a, a bad, it's bad a good, song. There's bad no, song. <laughs> I don't think there's anything, see, a good, bad song has, has to have like a cult-ish like vibe to it. It has to have like something so spectacularly bad that it made no. it interesting well, this is just bad like this has no like this like never gonna give you up by rick astley i, I would compare it's just I has would like compare no, it to it has no it has it, no good features in it it's just bad it, let's compare it to like a movie it's like um uh like what's one of like the good michael bay movies it's like good and bad at the same time it's like uh like hobbs and shaw or something it's it's uh they're just putting two stars together um the the the, it's gonna suck but it's also gonna entertain you and that's what that song was to me a good bad song like every vince it's like every vince vaughn movie from the past five years um Uh, but it's it's one of those well no vince vaughn was in the cell block of 99 sorry i I had to i had to uh, i had to but that That director's a fact that was that was actually big fire like i'm not gonna lie it's very fire even though the director's fast yeah, Is the director's fash like though. He... He's fash, dude. Did you see his new one with Vince Vaughn and uh, Mel Gibson, where they, where they play uh, disgraced cops for a, a for for uh, yeah, dragged across concrete? Um, that director is is fash. But he's still somebody that I'm going to be checking for because his movies are so well done. But he is a fash director. Like, go back and watch Cell Block ninety nine. It's almost like a, a skinhead like fantasy. Can't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, you know. But that's neither here nor there. Unless, unless your fans like when you go on tangents like this. But you know. I don't know. I guess they're still listening. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they at least hit play. No, I. Um, I, I so I, we definitely got to clean that up. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, uh, yeah, I don't need a fucking tangent about Vince Vaughn movies, guys. Jesus Christ. Okay, all right, all right, all Uh, right. Anyway, anyway, back to the album. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, so yeah, it's when Jason and I first recorded this episode, uh, one of the things that uh, Jason talked about was Post Malone kind of trying to do this curation thing where, like, he puts Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott and Lil Uzi Vert on a song with himself in, in a way that someone like a Kanye would do or a Kendrick Lamar, a Travis. or someone, Travis Scott, yeah. or, um, you know, uh, probably to a lesser extent, Travis Scott. I mean, he does do that from time to time. You know, he kind of puts, uh, you know, he had the song on the album where he has the the trap beat with James Blake on the outro and Stevie right. Wonder on the harmonica. And it's kind of just this collage of really weird sounds that kind of work together. And uh, whereas Kanye can put Boney Vare and Chief Keef on a song and make it a fucking masterpiece, um, which is Hold My Liquor, which is one of my favorite songs of the ten, decade. Ten years ago, Post- he could, but... but yeah, yeah. Uh, this was like six years ago. He just yeah. came out. But yeah, uh, when um, when Post Malone does it, 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 and this is kind of to, to Jason's point, it, 
to me, it just kind of falls flat. It's, it's, it's not, I don't feel like it's a particularly like, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever heard. Like I don't hate it as much as Jason, but I have to say that guitar solo at the end. So fucking cringe. Just like to me, it was like the most generic, like someone like a 14 year old that just learned how to play guitar six months ago was like, oh, I can solo now. And I man, could play that this solo on this post. Yeah. You literally, I don't even know how to play guitar, and I probably could pick up the chords on yeah. fucking YouTube and figure it out in a day or two. Like, yeah, it's like it's all within those... scale. It's all within the scale. I, I took guitar it's lessons so as a kid. Cringe. It's yeah, it's not. It's not a good guitar solo. But and it's like you you are one of the most popular musicians in the world. You have Ozzy Osbourne on a song with Travis Scott. Lil Uzi Vert and yourself, you're four of the biggest musicians alive and you choose a, it just, it kind of tells you a lot about his, his, his taste in rock in general. Like if if he thinks that's good, then he, it just has truly terrible taste in rock music. And, um, uh, it's not to say that, that there isn't some tendencies that he can pick up on that where he's good at, like the pop sensibilities and like the more the rock that's, you know, kind of tailored towards a more, uh, mainstream audience. He's actually pretty good at that. But when it gets into the more grungy metal kind of sounding, uh, you know, music to me, it's just, it it, it just falls flat a lot of the time. And and, and that's kind of just how I feel about a lot of his more serious music. Whereas the, the, the crossover tracks are, are good. I even think the song, uh, the, the, like you said, the song with young thugs, good. Uh, the song wow's good enemies, mm-hmm. the baby track. I, I do think that the baby needs to switch it up a little bit. I've heard him on like every album over the past. Five he or six he could use a, he could use a vacation, honestly. Like I didn't yeah. need to hear him a little bit. I didn't need to hear him on the Lizzo song, obviously. And I didn't need to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't need to hear him on the Little Nas X song. Like I, I no. yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I no. mean, like I did, uh, he's cashing in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, get your checks, bro. But like, hopefully, he's working yeah. on that next album. Yeah, yeah and, I hope and so. Also, it's just like it's always the same flow. It's always the same cadence. Uh, that Under so the Sun video just came out though, and it, he's so he's true. His verse is great on there. Yeah, his verse is great on there. And a lot of his stuff is very good. It's just, it all sounds a lot like the first album. And I would like to hear a little bit, just a little bit different from him. And like, I understand that like, you know, when you get put on and you're, you know, you blow up so fast, um, you know, it's only been like, what, like a fucking year since he dropped that one project. And then he had followed up with his major label debut. So like, I get it. But at the same time, like, I, I think he's, he's a really talented guy. And I would just like to hear more from him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Some of the features work. I like a lot of the more melodic, the SZA feature, the Sway Lee feature, Mm -hmm. uh, Young Thugs versus Great, as we said before. Future's fucking amazing on here. Uh, one of my favorite features from him that I've heard in, in quite some time. Uh, I, and I agree. I thought Hazley was pretty good too. Or Halsey, Hazley, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, Halsey. I think it's Halsey. 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 Yeah, she was good. She was good on here, too. Uh, I didn't particularly care for the Ozzy Osbourne, Travis Scott features. I mean, I thought they were fine. I, I, I'm, I'm not, like, crazy about them. I think that the cringiest shit on here is definitely that internet song. That's my least favorite yeah. track on this whole album. Uh, just because of how, like, how good that song could have been. 
uh, if it was given to another artist. Like if Kanye even kept that beat for himself, you got a super team of producers on there. You got DJ Dahi, you got Kanye. Uh, and it's like, to me, like that just, that one fell short a little bit for me. And by the end of the album, I was getting a little bit fatigued by post, but I did like the track. Wow. I liked a few of the producers that he put on here. Some of them were just that Lewis Bell guy. He's on a lot of the darker tracks. I'm not a particular, I'm not a huge fan of his, his sound in general. Um, but he also produced the poppy rock song. So I like those two. Right. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, I think that the album's good for a post Malone album. I yes. definitely think it's his best project so far. There's some redeemable shit on here. There's some pretty cringe shit, but it's not like the worst thing I've ever heard. I just think that it, just like the most of re the rest of his, his catalog in general, it just doesn't do a ton for me. And it, it, it's nothing that I'll ever revisit, but the song circles is legitimately good. I think yeah. that the song, um, the song allergic is legitimately good. I think enemies is good. I think that I think half this album is actually pretty good. Yeah. So, um, Overall, I'm going to give this album – I actually, I'm going to bump up my score from before. I, before, I had a 5.5 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I think it's good for a Post Malone album. It's, I like him as a pop artist, and I'm starting to understand his appeal a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I don't like him as a rocker rapper kind of guy. But, uh, I mean, the but, yeah, majority so. of the rock rap stuff has always been kind of corny to me, and like, there's no different with Post. So, I mean – Right, right. Yeah, it's just a it's it's just a pretty forgettable genre in general, unless you're kind of doing something. Unless you're like the Beastie it. Boys, I, I, right? Like, I still think yeah, I still yeah, think they it, innovated it, it. I still think it can be done well. I still have personal ideas myself that it can be done well when you mar when you marry it with leftism and actual like revolutionary shit, much like Rage did. That's for a different time different uh, that's for a different interview but i think there's potential i don't think it's been done yeah, well I, I, ever I really like rage. except right for rage, rage. yeah rage, really like rage rage is a flawless band um but yeah i've been showing rage to my son who is starting to hate the police he's six six years old we uh <laughs> he got he got a uh, he got a like a toy police helicopter for his birthday and and uh he wanted to smash it to pieces with me and burn it in the bonfire in the backyard which we did cool, so yeah man, yeah awesome. yeah dude we're yeah he's he's, he's revolutionary dude but nice. yeah so, um, so yeah, I, I think that, that rock rap definitely can be redeemable and have, and there are exceptions to every rule, but, but Post Malone's version of it, just he's not doing it. No. It's just not, no. Yeah. It's a, a lot of it, not, not all of it, but, um, but what was your favorite track on here? Uh, what was your least favorite JJ can and I, what would you give it out of 10? Can I talk about one other gripe I have with the album? Um, and, yes. and, and I have, I have that with a lot of contemporary, uh, pop i'll even say but mostly hip-hop he is flossing the whole time about how rich he is i mean all his sad songs he talks about how you know, he has a punchline about his watch punchline about how much money he has punchline about his car it's not we don't believe you if you're gonna make a sad song and the whole time you're talking about how rich you are and flossing like I, I, there was so much of that fair, future 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 does that a lot too Fu and I mean, Fu wanna... but see future but see when a when a black man in america does it it's political because he because the system has tried to keep them from having wealth but he's a white he man talk about that too he yeah. he's a yeah. white Coming man from poverty hitting the lottery right yeah, he definitely has that perspective he, he's though. he's a white man i think That's anytime i think i made Rax blue I, is a terrific song I, I, 
I may have, yeah, I may have, I, I may have said one. this on this podcast before, but people will often come to me, other leftists, and they'll say, "Well, how can you listen to this rap when all they they're capitalists? All they do is talk about the money they have." And my response is always, "It's when a when a black man in America that comes from nothing talks about how much money he has. It is political. It is revolutionary because the system." They're not supposed to have that. The system tried to keep them from that. So it, that in itself can be can be activism. You know what I mean? That in itself is saying fuck you to the system. When a white man does it, when when a G Easy does it, an or, upper upper class upper right, class white man, right? Uh, you know, it's you're right. You're right too because yeah. Because I mean, I, I think Class there are ways that it could be been done. Intertwined, you know. They're they're intertwined. They're intertwined. Yeah. And I know us on this podcast, we're more class based um, as far as our uh, as far as our our uh, you know socialism. But, but I mean, I'm I'm yeah, I'm, I'm I, extremely race based in terms of my socialism, right? Like, naturally. right, right, right. No, we. I think I think we all are, and you, yeah, you obviously would naturally be more so. But I'm I'm just saying, like. I, I just think that I don't know. I just see it as I see it as different, and I I, I teach my kids that now too because my daughter really brought it up earlier. She's like, all they're talking about is like how rich they are, and I was like, but you don't understand. They were born with nothing. This is you know they beat the system. Like this is politics. This is activism. This, you know what I mean? So, but when oh, so somebody like Post Malone, the, white rock artists have always historically talked about, uh, you know in a different way than uh yeah. than we have but yeah. they have there are themes yeah, not, in their yeah, not albums in a, not that in talk a fun to, way right right there are themes in their yeah. albums that clearly talk about how rich they are just not yeah. just not, not in the same yeah. way they're that not, we did they're, yeah. They're, yeah. not in the yeah. braggadocio they're not way. going exactly. 1 million 2 million 3 million <laughs> exactly. 4 right. in 18 months 80, 80 million, million more, more. Now, exactly. Like, exactly now add that number up with the one I said before when are we doing the Hove episode never mind let's get back to post anyways yeah <laughs> should we do should we no, do yeah, a Hove yeah, episode at this point like considering like we've we've been talking about it we've been talking about it since COVID since last canceled, year bro where have you been uh, i know i know i know no, you can never i I'm know not, no, 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 no. <laughs> he we will never cancel Look. jay-z like i like like it's for me like it's so hard to say that we have to cancel hove just because yeah, this is a person who told us who he was from the jump why are we surprised right (laughs) yeah but uh we'll we'll talk about that too probably off pod first before we talk about it on pod i think but but yeah that's that's fair yeah but but that's for a different day but yeah um so uh yeah i got i lost track then oh you wanted to you wanted me to give my uh 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 over overall on this favorite Um, tracks yep yes Favorite tracks. Sorry, I'm trying to keep my phone away from the the mic, but uh, I would say f- uh, favorite tracks are I do and I, I I do like the intro just sonically. Um, he's not saying shit. He's trying very hard to be very dark, but it works for me. It's fun. Um, it just kind of works on me. Then there's a then there's from about enemies to allergic thousand bed to circles those are all the like sort of punk songs i think that's a good run right there on the album um i'm glad that like pop fans that listen to him will get to hear that but if i had to pick a favorite eh, mm, goodbyes with young thug probably or uh, or circles maybe yeah or circles 
The hooks mm. on the hooks on both of those songs are fucking elite tier hooks. So I will give yeah. I will give him. You that know what's also interesting about Post Malone's albums? Mm. He has all these features, but he doesn't seem to know how to use them. That's another thing that kills me. Yeah, he, like he's, no like he's no Ross. He's no Ross. He's no Ross. He's Kanye knows how to use features features better than anyone. He doesn't seem to know how to use his uh, yeah. features. He it's, doesn't it, seem to know how to use except his, on uh, except on Ye. No, yeah. even on Ye, man. Ty Dolla Sign sounds great on Ye. Even on Ye, uh, or or and so does Party Next yeah, Door. Yeah, but even even yeah. When he, that came out, Ty was on everything. Like oh yeah, I mean Ty Ty Ty, Ty, Ty is just, on everything. Ty, Ty is he, the sixth man of the year yeah. constantly. He was he was just in the studio that day. Like they were like, "Yo, can you hop over to room B? Kanye's in there. He wants you on something." Like, <laughs> yeah, it's but, but I don't know. I actually thought he used the he used the features really good on this album. In a, I was in a way I was surprised. Oh. I thought DaBaby was great on Enemies. I thought Future mm. was amazing on Die for Me. I thought the Meek Mill feature was bad. The Travis Scott Ozzy Osbourne song. I already stated my opinions on there. I thought that Young Thug was really good in here. I don't know. I I actually thought he used. Used them pretty well. 50, I, I, 50, 50, I agree with that. 50, 50, maybe 60, 40. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's no Kanye, but I mean, yeah, he's, 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 he's all right at it. But, uh, Jason, your favorite track, your least favorite track. Oh no, you didn't say your least favorite track, JJ. Um, I, oh, I did. Internet. I did. Our, internet. internet. Internet's yeah. definitely the worst. Yeah. Um, and I didn't give a score. Um, my score would be a, a 6.5 and that's me judging it as a, if I'm judging it as a post Malone album, maybe a seven, uh, as an, mm-hmm. as an overall album, probably a six. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Difference? 6.5. Yeah. Jason, favorite track, uh, least favorite. And favorite then, track, uh, we're going to go enemies score. with the baby. Um, and we'll go with Goodbyes with Young Thug. Uh, least favorite, obviously, Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Travis. I think that is a there's a classic Post Malone. I'm going to combine these two uh, things with no, <laughs> yeah. with, with, with just, we're going to just do it to do it with no plan of action at all. We're <laughs> just going to do it just to drop a big bomb. So look, I'm, I'm combining Ozzy Osbourne with Travis Scott. Fuck you. <laughs> And you're not wrong either. <laughs> and and even and even though I called it a good bad song, you're not wrong for what you're saying. You're yeah, 100% I mean, right. It, it's, like, it's 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 frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> and you're uh, out, out of 10, we're going to go with I said it was a two and a half mic album, so what is that um I, I figure what like a a 4 a 4 4 or 5, five. yeah yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, not okay. he. Four this is probably four, honestly, honestly, this is probably the best he can do. That's the thing. Like for me, this is probably the best he can do. Mm. Like this is not yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. It's just not good. At least, at least so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, I think if he focused more on just making a pure pop album, it would be better. But yes, mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to to uh, agree with you there. All right, so we are moving on to a much lesser-known album from a much lesser-known artist. Um, We are talking today about the new Earth Gang album. Uh, If you don't know who Earth Gang is, they are signed to Dreamville, which is J. Cole's label. Um, And they've been around for quite some time, actually. Uh, They formed in 2008. The members are... Johnny Venus and Dr. Dot. They released their first EP back in 
2010. Uh, then they had a few mixtapes and singles after that. And then they didn't really have any form of breakthrough until 2013 with Shallow Graves for Toys, which got a good review from Noisy. Um, and then from there, their sophomore album, Stray with Rabies, which is what put me onto them, came out in 2015. They had a song on there called Miss Calls that I had heard on Spotify that was one of my favorite songs from that year. It's a very good song. Um, and then after that, they signed to J. Cole's Dreamville. Uh, the first time that I ever heard them in general was actually in 2016. Um, I had to revisit their earlier stuff from there. But there was a track called um, Jermaine's Interlude on the DJ Khaled album uh, by J. Cole. It was originally a Earth Gang feature cut um, with their gang, Spill Spillage Village, uh, which is them. And then a few other members, including J.I.D., who's also signed to J. Cole, and uh, Six Lack, a.k.a. Black, who was, we've also discussed on the podcast before. So they had a trilogy of EPs dropped last year uh, and the year before called Rags, Robots, and Royalty, which kind of <clears throat> put their status up a little bit more. And now they're finally here at their debut album, Mirrorland. So, uh, J.J., I don't know if you've ever heard earth gang before this album i have but if you didn't uh okay what did you what was the tracks you heard from them and what did you did you like any of their well stuff? is is jid not a member of earth gang no okay no, he's not okay was he featured on him or something no, no, he's no, like no, good no. friends he, with them okay he, he's they're both signed to dreamville but jid is its own okay. separate act Cause yeah, cause he, he, he's, a, he's one rapper and he's, and then he was on the, they were on his album. He was on their okay. one project from like two years and ago. And he also sounds like the, the one guy in earth gang. The, like to me, at least when I'm, I when know. I'm listening Maybe. to it. Yeah. Not, not stylistically. Sounds like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's that's what, who GID sounds like. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, so and I wasn't super familiar with, I, I wasn't familiar with Earth Gang um, that much. The, the the what they released last year, I listened to and liked. Um, and I, I constantly have a uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jason Santino. Shout out to him, who's always sending me their songs and trying to get me to listen to them at the worst possible times when I don't have the time to do it. But thank you, Jay, because you're just looking out. You're trying to put me on to good music. Um, look, Maya, <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to try not to talk that much during this segment. You guys are, are going to uh, take most of this because I listened through the album once. Um, I was extremely impressed. Um, I think there is absolutely room in hip hop right now for a group that's doing what they're doing. Um, I did think that as talented as they are at not just singing and rapping, but just uh, they're 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 doing something different. Um, they're getting a lot of uh, uh, outcast comparisons, um, which I'm sure is going to come up at some time in this pod. I'm sure uh, Porter was planning on that at some point because that was a big thing on the internet this week. <laughs> um, and I can see, I can sort of yes. see where people, yeah, I see where people are getting that from, um, but they're not inviting in any way. Um, but I thought, I thought a lot of the songs sort of seem to be like, let's, uh, I mean, they're stacking the vocals a lot. I mean, these vocals have, I, I can't remember the last time I heard an album with vocals stacked as much as on this album. They are layering the shit out of yeah, these vocals and it seems to sometimes cover up like 
when they don't really have an idea at a certain point, they're sort of like, let's just stack, 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 stack. And we'll, we'll say this one thing. Um, I mean, I liked it. It was good. I, I don't know if I would come back to it really. Um, th- because once you actually get through all this creative shit that you're hearing that they're doing, um, it's, they're still kind of talking about the same shit and they're sort of talking about it in the same way. And it's punchlines. They just have different flows. I like it though. I do like it. And I got to give it another dance through, but I'm not an authority on them. This is just sort of a one story through because i knew we would be talking about it on this podcast so yeah <laughs> fair enough jason uh what were your first impressions i think it's real soulful it? i think they know what they're doing i think they have really good chemistry i just don't think they're there quite yet right i actually think they like their features on the dreamville uh collaboration tape a lot better right like i love them on down bad on the dreamville tape i don't love them on this album you know, there's something that was missing for me. I don't know about you. I, that that's that's something I want yeah, I wanted I, to say in my thing. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. This is, uh, and I'm going to shut up after this. That's something I wanted to say. They sound like a group that will have a classic album in the future. They're on this the cusp. It, yeah, I mean, but they will have one. Yeah, they're talented. I, I, I'm not sure about classic, but they they are talented. I think it's going. They're it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that Jason had mentioned the first time that we ran through this, uh, Swivel was one of his favorite songs on here, uh, which was actually featured on the Dreamville album. So, uh, you know, there was actually a decent amount of music that was released prior to this album coming out. So you had Proud of You, the feature with Young Thug. You had Swivel, which was featured on the Dreamville album, as I said. Also produced by Bink, uh, Jay-Z's mm. producer from uh, Black mm. Blueprint. Fr- also, did, yes. also did uh, Devil in the New Dress, by the yeah. He did, yeah. Yep, off mm-hmm. of Kanye's uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, and the uh, the track Stuck came out over a year ago. Uh, so they've, they've had a lot of music that's already been out that's featured on this album. So I had, I had heard a good chunk of it, but I didn't really know what to expect by the time I got to the album around. And it's funny that, that JJ said that about kind of stacking all these vocals and doing all these crazy things to kind of make up for... Uh, maybe a lack of direction or a lack of yes. uh, a concept or an idea. That's kind of actually my major criticism of this album is that a lot of it at times can be a bit much. It's like kind of just like uh, throwing a lot of things at the wall, hoping that some of them stick. I was going to use the um, same phrase. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it's, it's not, pr- I mean, it, it's definitely unique. It's a very unique album um just combining a ton of different sounds from contemporary rap and classic hip hop and a lot and, of soul uh, you know, i would say also yeah there's actually yes yeah a lot of kind of especially on like the intro authentic. La La challenge is a perfect yeah. example authentic very soul authentic sound. Yeah. there's very authentic uh organic sounding uh i definitely get the outcast comparisons like i don't think that they're that far off base i agree i don't think that they're necessarily biting they're, them but there's times that the vocal use on here especially can they're pretty far off outcast. base though right like um, so i think that i think they're really off base because there's not a distinct personality within Earth Gang right now where there were two distinct personalities from the jump within Outcast. You heard that from the debut album. 
Whereas Earth Gang, I don't feel that way when I'm listening to Earth Gang's music. I don't think there's anything completely different mm. between these two artists in this group, whereas out in this duo rather. Whereas Outcast, you break Big Boy is com- is Daddy Fat Sack. He's completely different than Andre Ice Cold, right? Like mm. completely. And so, and you heard that yeah. from like legitimately from Southern Listen Play and uh, Dylan Music, and then you heard it all the way through the level low, right? Like so. Earth Gang does not have that yet. That's what I would. That's why I really jumped in the comparison because I don't mind comparisons to legends, right? Because these conversations like these, like these, can be fun, right? Like I always, I'm constantly comparing. Uh, for example, I'm constantly comparing like G Perico to like GG Quick, right? I'm constantly comparing um, Drake the Ruler to like Little Wayne, but there's no Earth Gang to Outcast comparison that makes any type of sense to me. That's why I was really like. I think it's I think it's more in it's more influenced okay. in comparison in my opinion. Like I I I I hear the like I mean it's undeniable that La La Challenge is like you got those crazy organ sounding shit. Then you got the piano. Then you got the the BPM switches up in the middle. Kind of has that Bob type Outcast vibe to it. It's definitely uh, I I hear the influence more so than I would compare them directly to Outcast. But I agree. It's even hard to kind of tell between the two of them at times on this album like the song bank when they change up their voices i don't know who is who when they're rapping and that's something that as you said outcast had a very distinct sound and you knew exactly who was who when they were rapping you knew uh you know kind of they how they would complement each other really well whereas these guys they're kind of very similar like they 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 rap about similar things they kind of sound similar. They have a very similar technical flow to their rapping. Um, but it sounds good. Yeah, and it sounds good, and it, it, it's fairly unique. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I I don't really see the the direct, like, people saying they're the new outcast is, is, it's, is a bit it, Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it's reactionary. Yeah. It's also easy because they're from Atlanta. They're, they're kind of weird and uh, – uh, for at least for the music that we're we're used to coming out of Atlanta uh, nowadays, they're 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 a bit weirder, um, and they have a lot of range. They have a lot of different things that they're trying out on this album, and sometimes it really works. Um, some of my favorite tracks on here uh, are very very good. I mean, Top Down to me is a fantastic song, just incredibly catchy hook. Uh, you know. Topped in and rolled to the city. That actually reminded me a little bit of some mid two thousand, or I'm sorry, early yeah, 2000s. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, reminded me oh, of yeah. I, like, I like that comparison. A That's a good comparison. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And like it reminded me of that. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised like, the if these guys were was influenced by Nelly. Catchy. To be honest, like Nelly was all over the place back then, so I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I think they were influenced by a ton of people. I think I hear a little bit of Kendrick on here. I think I hear a little bit of Outkast. Definite of Kendrick. That Nelly, for sure. I yeah. mean, with the vocal, which with what you were talking about before, with the vocal layering and like the vocal manipulation, like that, that, that has kind of become Kendrick's signature. He's not the first person to ever use it, obviously, but it, it's mm. become a real staple in his music, and they, they like similar kind of uses of it you know you know making the the voice very deep and then the voice very high pitch and these these are things that kendrick has kind of perfected over the years and which is why it's made him such a unique artist and and there's some influence on here for real like the song this side reminded me of the beginning was like 
to pimp a butterfly. And then the second half was just like, damn, to the point where they even used the siren that Kendrick uses uh, yeah, on yeah, XXX. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, almost the yeah. idea. So it's like you hear a lot of things on here that you can pick from different artists, but, but when they put them all together, they kind of have their own sound to it. Um, but as you guys said, they, they, they definitely are still kind of trying to do, like, define their own like niche and sound, and they're trying mm. out a, a lot of different things. And when it works, it really works for me, but uh, there's nothing like bad on here. Uh, I liked most of the album. I would say the first 10 songs are super strong. Towards the end, it, it, it trails off a little bit, but uh, I, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I think that the, the, the song Swivel has has some real like depth to it and there, there there's some there's some raw emotion on here there's some some fun stuff there, there's there's pretty much anything that you want from an album you're you're gonna find that on this album um i i, I like pretty much all of it. it it's definitely one of my favorite releases that i've heard this year um there are a few tracks i'm not crazy about there are a few tracks that i i really like a lot uh the production all throughout is pretty fucking great like i actually think the production some of the best that i've heard on an album this year um did you guys like how so for example at the beginning of the album they're using more 90s sounding atlanta stuff then they in the middle they mix in some trap and then by the end of the album a track like blue moon or a track like tequila have a complete Completely different sound that you that you haven't got. Like Blue Moon almost has this this raw instrumentation, kind of classic sounding hip hop stuff. Did you guys like the production on here? Was there anything that you you liked uh, maybe more than anything else? Um, I dug it. I think it. I think it. I, it did what it needed to do. I, I don't. I I remember thinking that uh, these guys are so animated vocally and do so much. Uh, just sort of they they it's sort of in a young thug sort of way where you take a young thug beat without him on it you don't really even remember it's a young thug beat and as soon as he's on it it becomes a song these guys are capable of doing that as well it's just very much more disjointed and uh um not that it's bad it's just it can get to be a bit much it's it's confusing so right. they don't with the production i feel like they didn't go even further in overshadowing what the hell they were trying to say. You know, I think the production, yeah. the production was good. I I, I think that this, these are extremely talented cats that have a great, like the potential in front of them is insane. I mean, I just think this, this came off a little confused at points, you know, a lot going on. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I tend to uh, agree that it, it can be a little bit all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, J- Jason, were there any beats on here that you really liked or anything? That I love, uh, you know, I love the T-Pain because I just love seeing T-Pain back. T-Pain never got enough respect. You know, I love T-Pain on it. Uh, up, I love the beat on Up, and I love the beat on uh, Wings, the closer. Yeah, that that one was very nice, and, and th- there was a lot of uh, very kind of uh, upbeat stuff on here. But then you would get you would get like a track like "Proud of You," which has this this very upbeat sound and fucking you know more like a fast BPM, and then it would go into a song like "This Side," which is very chill and mellow. And then the second half of that would even flip back to like the the more upbeat sound. So it it, it definitely I said this when we first recorded it, but. Uh, JJ, it's perfect for someone like me because I have like crazy ADHD. As do I. It reminds me of like when 
yeah, it's like when Chance the Rapper first came out, and I was like, oh, a rapper that actually is on my wavelength in terms of like uh, having the attention of attention span of a fucking goldfish. Yeah. Like, I think that uh, <laughs> as as rappers, uh, you know, you kind of grow up with with artists and you grow up with people. Uh, you'll get to uh, you know experience more artists who are more likely to have the same kind of fucking mental things that you have going right, on like specifically right. these guys and chance or early chance i should say are kind of in that mold of like very all over the place and i appreciate that as someone who can't really li- like i can't listen to a repetitive album because it just drives me absolutely insane right. um so that's probably why i appreciate the production on here uh, a lot but but uh yeah i don't know i i i like a lot of this album um i think that it, it's 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 pretty good and um I definitely agree with you guys. I think that they have potential to make like a better album. Like I think if they, even if they got a bit more focused, I don't think that it would necessarily take away from like the animated side of them uh, and maybe like come up with a better concept uh, and it, it could be improved a little bit, but but musically I'm not, I'm not hating on anything. Yeah. I think we need a, I need, we need a focused earth gang album. We need a, we need the next you know, I, I hate to use the word mature because they're they're definitely mature um, in terms of you know it's not like they're saying immature things. I think there's so many ideas that they're using all of them, and I think if we got sort of a streamlined approach, a stripped down approach, we could get something great from these yeah. fellas. Like yeah, for certain. You know. Yeah, this is a good way to showcase their talents. Yeah, like on their debut. You know, it's their debut they album. They had a bunch of mixtapes prior label, and Franners. It's a good way right? to like, introduce. They have some stuff that you can mine for, but this is yeah. definitely yeah. their major label debut. And you know, it's coming yeah. off of the Dreamville uh, spot, the spots on the Dreamville album. The the album sort of has a Sgt. Pepper sort of wait, thing going on, or or a white a white <laughs> a white album thing going on, and I don't mean in classic terms. I mean that they're they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink, and a lot of it's working, um, and then a lot of it's confusing. And I think you know, yeah, we we focus a little bit. I think we're gonna get some great shit from these guys in the future. I look forward to it. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I think so. Uh, so my favorite track on here, as I said before, was Top Down. That was produced by Childish Major, who is um, mostly famous for producing uh, You Ain't... What, what is that track? You... you. What was the song with Rick Ross where he said the controversial thing about the Molly? It's the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Ain't Even Know? You, it, you, you Ain't Even Know? It's like You, you and, It's You Ain't Know. What's the like, name of the song? You, E, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you didn't even. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he produced that track, and I love the production that he did on here. I liked a lot of the vocal work these guys on here. I would say that that my favorite tracks were Top Down, uh, Bank, and Swivel. Uh, fucking, I, I love those tracks. And then my least favorite track, I wasn't a big fan of Tequila. I just didn't really like the beat that much on there. Um, that it, it kind of ruined the song because it had these very heavy horns in there. It was okay. Like I don't know. I, I like the T Pain feature, but like I I could do without that song. You're a T Pain um, hater. Yeah, no, you're like Kanye. This, you're a T Pain hater. Album and I, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I fucking, like I'm no. I like t- I, I like a, a decent amount of T Pain. Porter's trying to be a T Pain no, and <laughs> Porter's trying to be a T Pain in T Pain's ass. That's what this. That's what nice. he's doing on this podcast. You know what I mean? There's got to be some <laughs> shots fired on 808s and bars, and we're about to start doing it. 
know what I mean? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm, 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 I'm coming right at. Uh, I'm coming right at. Uh, uh, G Easy's next. We already just talked about fucking Post Malone. Yeah, I'm not coming at Post Malone. He's too big. I'm coming at G Easy, who's arguably who's bigger. But I'm still coming at him. I mean, no, G Easy's not. As, no, there's still people who don't shots. know who G Easy is. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, he's not on. He's not quite on Post Good. Malone's level. But, um, so, JJ, favorite track, least favorite track, if you have that. I know you only listened once, um, um, uh, I, I gave it, like, a one and a half, I think. Um, I, I definitely liked, I thought Top Down was, if they're, when they focus, that's what they're capable of. That was pretty good, even though I didn't love the hook. Bank was probably my favorite song. Um, Proud of You with Young Thug, because Thug kills it, and the rest of them kill it, too. It's not over the top. Um, least, least favorite song, honestly, the opener, La La Challenge. It's, uh, it's too much. It's too much. It's here. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that it, everything that I think that is wrong with the album happens in that song. It's so the, 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 the rhythm changes, the, like the gospel here and the overdubs here. And the, as soon as I heard that, I was like, Okay, if they only do this for the intro, sort of ironically, and then they tame it, then that'll be cool. But they didn't, so that that shit sort of got me off on the wrong foot with them, or not the wrong foot, but the right foot, but just not what I not what I wanted to hear. So, okay, yeah. so what would you give it at a ten? Um, still skill wise, I would give this a seven point five, probably or a seven. Um. Because uh, it's still, look, these guys are incredibly talented and it's good. There's a lot of good songs on here. And if this is your thing, then this is your shit. I mean, I, I have friends that this is their shit. They're loving this right now. It's not particularly for me. I think when I talk to those friends in the future, when these guys streamline it a little bit, get their vision down a little bit better, they'll you know understand what I've been saying. You know what I mean, and and they might have an eight or nine at some point. There's a lot to know? like about the. But, there's a lot to yeah. like about yep. them, right? Like, there's a lot to like about them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yes, I, yes. I, I know yes. it sounds like I'm. Sh- there's not a lot. Yeah, to I mean, not I know like it sounds about like I'm shitting on you know? it, but I there's a lot to yeah. like about them. I th- I think they're solid. I just don't right. think they're there right. yet. Yeah, they're not there enough to warrant all this conversation. I, I kind of did this same. I mean? So what were? Yeah, you, well, you you remember when we did the Meek album and it sounded like I was going to give it a shitty review and then I gave it a good review, but there's just things where I see like certain flaws that artists have that I think that they are go- kinks, I should say, that they're going to work out. Meek and these guys are, are going to work these kinks out, I yeah, think. Yeah, Meek albums are always good right. though too, right? Like, like Meek is one right. of the more consistent. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah always. Consistent rappers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jason. I'm gonna so say favorite my track favorite track on here, track on we'll here is "Up" and "Lala Challenge." Uh, I'm gonna say least favorite track. I'm not really a big fan of the Kalani uh, collab. I I just I like Kalani's uh, latest album. I think she, I think she's has a great voice. I'm just not a huge fan of this track. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Right, yeah, right. I I think uh, we're, we're gonna, I, I we're gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with I, I wasn't crazy about six point five out of ten. 
Mm. 6.5 out of 10. All right. Just so, just so you guys know, when we first recorded this, Jason's favorite song was Swivel, and he gave it a 7 out of 10. So I'm okay. going to Swivel is also, I mean, so. Swivel is yeah. a very good song. Yeah. It's a good song. It is a good song. Yeah. And Bing. also Big no, produces so you have to love it. So. All right. No, that, that's a good place to wrap well, up. Well, hold on, hold on. No, can, we have to wrap it up. I'm hungry. Yeah, I, all right, real, <laughs> but can we can we do a real quick of what what we are really loving right now? Just, Sada Baby. Like, what album are you guys uh, loving? Sada Baby. Sada Baby. Uh, Benny the Butcher. I learned. Uh, Griselda in general. Benny. Um, uh, Griselda. In, I was going to Hell yeah. I was yeah, just going to say Griselda. Griselda in general. I was just going to say, like, yeah. And it, including El Camino. El Camino shit. Everything he drops, I'm loving. He's um, a lesser known uh, uh, Perico, Griselda guy, Perico, but uh, yeah. Uh, West West Side Gun, Benny, everything. If he's you want to go, mm. if you want to go with a non hip hop, yes. Album, well, like Trill, Trill like doesn't really even good. listen to pop music it's, like that. He, he was like, really I actually good. think this is very good. And I was like, yeah, it's good. Although she came yeah. at Am Powers yeah, for like a pretty nice review, it was really weird. She was like, she was like, never yeah, say really that strange. my personality. I, I <laughs> like, lady, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, she has, she has celebrity brain, dude. It's, it's, it's affecting every, all of them. I so do not want to listen to that <laughs> Lana Del Rey album. I, I just do not. It's really good. Uh, it's really good. I, it's not, it's not like her, her old stuff. I, I, it's, it's, I like her, old, I like her other stuff. Right? Yeah, I think her other stuff has always bordered on solid too good this is actually very good i think this is probably her best to date and um it's got a great album cover as well uh i'm not a huge jack adenoff guy like i think he's actually he actively in my right. opinion like ruined the saint vincent album for me but uh he is good on this uh album i think the secret is a lot of this does not really sound like jack adenoff music so maybe that might be it Okay. It sounds just like the Lord album, which uh, he produced. Melodrama uh, might be a little better than this one. Mariner's apartment complex uh, does. I guess we're splitting hairs, though. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on a poll. I'm gonna put that on uh, a poll. Both, Melodrama really or Norman fucking Rockwell. I'm gonna put that on a poll tomorrow. I'm, um, I'm also still listening to Bandana. The Freddie, the Freddie and Mad Libs is continues yeah. to get better. Crumpet, it, ke- it keeps getting better. It's my favorite song. It gets better. Fake names. It gets better with each listen. And then Pop Smoke. You listening to Pop Smoke? Uh, I'm, no? mis- Meet I'm the listening woo. to Busy Banks a little bit more. Welcome to the party. I'm listening to Busy Banks a little more. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm listening to uh, to um, uh, Chef G a little bit more. Okay. Well, and Rhapsody. Rhapsody dropped it. I'm, I'm not a Rhapsody good. person. Um, and I know that... Neither am I. I know that it yeah, sounds weird. Li- it sounds I, I weird. To get it, in that album. it sounds weird hearing me say that, probably. But Look, there are some rap. songs on there. No, that I tra- I've tried but, with her like a hundred times to get into her. Yeah, she's yeah, good. Yeah. She's right. talented. I'm just. Yeah. It's not for me. It's not my. Not my. Not my lane. But all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. If you guys are still listening, thank you, uh, JJ. Thanks as always for coming. Oh on yeah, the yeah. It's always a good time. Quick plug, plug. Um, yeah. Peace. Oh uh, yeah, no. Um. Uh, well, still this. When I went to jail, so the Josie Wales album got uh, sort of monkey wrench, but we're mixing it now. It should come out soon. That's my side project. It's really dope. Um, Boom Bop left his hip hop um, with a, a, a new school contemporary feel, and uh, all my my uh, solo albums are still up everywhere. Go listen to Spirit Cooking. I'm still very proud of it. 
as Take always. Care. As Thanks, always. Bud. All right. Peace. Well, that's gay. Peace. <laughs>